All right, welcome, welcome to another great episode of Transformed and Renewed. It is going down tonight, family, and this is going to be a great one because I actually have some props with me to really make sure that, you know, we have a very interactive time today. So I hope that you enjoy the props that I have. And if it's your first time checking out Transformed and Renewed, make sure that you subscribe to our channel at Robotic1212 or just simply hit that like button and make sure that you stay up to date with the content that I'll be sharing with you. So tonight, and I don't want to take much time, is, you know, we're going to be talking about, you know, ways that you can avoid being fooled by the food label. And I really thought this was an, a neat topic because it was one that, you know, when I looked back, I was like, I haven't really done a topic like this one, you know, probably a couple of weeks ago, I did one talking about the nutrition facts label, but I never did one, you know, specifically talking about the food labels. And I may have hinted in those videos, but today we're solely going to be focusing on different food labels. And I wanted to really, again, use some props. So I took some items out of my cabinets and pantry just to serve as a representative of you know, type of things that you would actually see in a grocery store, or you can even actually go in your own cabinets or your pantry, and you'll actually see some of the things that I'll point out to you um, tonight. So one of the things, you know, I want to talk about is, you know, food labels. You know, there are labels that, you know, most people would feel that they should be accurate. However, we know that's not the case. You have different groups who advocate you know, over false claims or misleading claims, you know, that you may see in the grocery stores. And so, again, I wanted to really take the time to point out some of those things. And, you know, one of the other things that I will say when it comes to food labels is you have to take it with a grain of salt. You know, not everything that's presented, you know, is presented with your best interest in mind. But you also have to realize companies at the end of the day, they are trying to stay in business and the only way you can really stay in business is money okay and so again that's not to really say that all companies are bad or they have you know ill motives but we are just trying to point out some ways that you can avoid um, allowing certain words or phrases fool you you know we in the grocery store thinking that you're getting something when in actuality it's nowhere near it okay so Again, not to take too much time, so I'm just going to start it off with, um, again, some products. And, and I, don't, I was trying not to reveal, you know, the products because I'm not, I'm not trying to bash, you know, any company, but I'm just trying to drive home just an example. So one of the first ones that I will use, and we can really get it started off, is, um, I might as well just say it, goldfish, okay? And these particular ones... When I look at it, you know, it's kind of bright, you know, orange, gold, you know, as it would be. But on the side of it, and I'm not sure if anyone who's watching has any, but if you look on the side, um, these particular are extra cheddar. And on the side, it, you know, talks about baked with real cheese, okay? No artificial flavors or preservatives, okay? So put your thing cap on because many people, when they see that, they say, oh, okay, I can get this for my child safe snack mm, i can even snack on it too so no issue but then when you turn to the nutrition facts label 
is where you really have to do some deeper analysis and just kind of ask yourself some questions. And that's going to be one thing, you know, <clears throat> I want to point out to you is, you know, really start to ask questions when you're looking at the nutrition facts label, because sometimes you may assume, you know, oh, a company put this. So it means that, you know, they're actually healthy. <laughs> Not right. OK, so really, let's take a look at this. Um, and I'm just kind of skimming down um, below the nutrition facts label. So, you know, for me, when I'm looking at the nutrition facts label, of course, I'm looking at the macros. I'm looking at the sodium content, um, cholesterol, if any, and then, you know, the sugar, the added sugar specifically. And I'm also looking at the micronutrients. So these are going to be the nutrients that are going to be below. Um, it's a thick, dark black line that's just below the protein um the protein label and so these are going to be nutrients that some labels they may have you know more than one uh, macro or more than four macronutrients shown but this particular i want to look down into the ingredient section so you kind of see enri enriched wheat flour okay so with that you know it depends again on what your goal is if your goal is to really get you know some whole wheat then this may not really you know, suffice because you're only getting, um, how should I say, you're only getting partial wheat flour. You're not getting the full amount, okay? So I'm just skimming down, but one thing that really comes out, well, a couple of things that really comes out to me is um, when I look at enzyme modified cheddar cheese, okay? And then when I also look at um, natural flavor, and then let's see when i'm looking at um vegetable oils so the re and uh corn flour and so the reason why i'm looking at those is because when i actually go down and look at another claim it says contains bioengineered food ingredients okay it says the ingredients from corn soy, sugar canola in this product come from genetically modified crops and so you know when it comes to gmos or genetically um, engineered foods, you know, it's been a big debate, I think probably over a decade um, of debates about, you know, is GMO foods healthy? Is it safe? You know, it's bad for your health. You know, some people have even gone to, um, uh, <clears throat> you know, issue lawsuits against companies just because of the claims. And so, you know, this is one issue, you know, when it comes to GMO that is still, you know, being debated even to this day because, you know, information is always new and studies are currently being done to really assess, you know, is there a negative health issue with this? To date, there has, there has not been one, but, you know, one of the things when it comes to GMO foods is, you know, the original intent was to provide, you know, a larger yield of crops. You know, especially during seasons when there was a drought. And so developing foods that were from GMO, um, GMO foods, you know, allow, you know, different farmers, even companies to, you know, mass produce certain foods without, you know, having to spend more money on, you know, generating food or even crops or produce, especially during seasons of drought. However, because of the fact that this is, grown in the lab or it's lab-based, you know, you have different concerns and questions that come up. So again, this is one that I will say, you know, I don't have all the information in terms of, 
you know, if this is safe, is if it's not, uh, even if I did, I would just only pose it as a recommendation for you to really make your best decision. Okay, so this is what goes. Uh, moving on, I got a. It's kind of like a. Um, it's like a soft baked muffin bar, as they call it. But one of the things that I noticed um, right on the front, and this is where you also have to put on your um, investigator eye, is when it says made with real fruit. Okay, now, and then this also says made with real fruit and whole grain. Okay, so one thing I want to point out is when it comes to whole grain, you know, you have labels that say made with whole grain, and then you have labels that say made with 100% whole grain, which is a big difference, okay? So you may read this, you may think, oh, I'm getting like whole grain, you know, I need this much. No, it says eight grams of whole grain, but that doesn't mean that it's 100% whole grain. This could actually contain 20% whole grain, or it could even only contain 5% whole grain. And it shows that you're getting eight grams, which, you know, may not even be the, the full amount. So these are, again, some things for you to really consider. All right, so let's really look at this. Um, I can already tell you off the bat, this is not um, a product that I would typically consume just because of one, the sugar level, and just, you know, the amount of calories per bar. I usually, if I have to, eat something that's a snack i usually like to get something that's um is like calorie um low in calories um because i really like to get most of my calorie or caloric intake from meals okay so we're looking at this one we're looking at the ingredients label and we're also looking at you know additional uh, labels underneath the ingredients so this one is similar to the goldfish where it does say it contains bioengineered food ingredients and then you know it does list the different ingredients you know corn syrup you know we know that corn is one of those ingredients that um, is you know a bioengineered food um, ingredient um, potentially anything that's uh, I want to say like a crop um, or a seed you know these have been shown to be on the bioengineered food um, ingredients list and so far, I mean, if a person looking at this label, they would say, oh, it seems like it's, you know, pretty decent. But then when you see ingredients like brown sugar, yeah, people say, you know, I have to see ingredients that's in my kitchen. But you have to realize that everything in your kitchen does not mean that it's healthy. You know, even when it comes to brown sugar, you have to also think, you know, like I talk about with sugar, is if you're going to consume simple sugars, then that is really going to spike your blood sugar versus you know, consuming complex carbs such as, you know, fruit, you know, that it takes a minute for, you know, the starch for the sugar content to really break down. And over time throughout the day, you have like those, you know, small spikes in your blood sugar, but it's like a steady amount to where like as you're going throughout the day, you're breaking that down. And it's also, you know, in line with your body. Um, but when you're consuming those simple sugars, it's really going to spike your blood sugar so something to keep in mind you know i'm not trying to tell you how to eat and then also i'm looking at this natural flavor one thing about labels that talk about natural flavor is you never know what does that really mean you know it could mean natural flavor from a tire to be honest and or it could even mean you know natural flavor um from a 
um, old, you know, peanut hole or peanut shell, you know, that's been sitting around and, you know, has not even been cleaned. So I'm just giving you examples of what natural could mean because, you know, when you look at um, just the FDA and the USDA, you know, how they really regulate it is very loose, you know, when it comes to it. And a lot of these definitions are still kind of vague. And so that's why you still have a lot of people who, you know, have been like going heavy in terms of lawsuits, um, you know, just really forming like different groups, you know, about companies that have not really defined, you know, definitions as it relates to food labels. So again, that was something to keep in mind. Um, I want to go to a slightly different one. Let's see. So most of the ones that I've talked about, you know, these have uh, bioengineered food ingredients or genetically modified crops. Um, this one that I have is extract, coconut extract, exactly. And this one also, you know, talks about natural flavors. And again, that's one of those blurred lines because you never know what natural flavor is this like from the coconut, you know, that you are extracting the flavor from the coconut or is this like a lab flavor that is, you know, developed in the lab and you market it as, you know, a natural flavor? Because some people may think, oh, you know, natural flavor means that this is good. But, you know, what does it really mean? OK, definitions that that helps, you know, being plain as day. OK, another one that I have is um, some black beans. OK, black beans, just so you can see it. And on this one, it says, in this label down here, it says no artificial colors, flavors, or preservatives, okay? So when you're looking at this, you may say, okay, you know, this is pretty healthy. And to be honest, um, organic black beans, you know, it has, uh, of course, beans, water, sea salt. Um, don't really care a whole lot for the sea salt because usually me, I like to add that to it. Um, so that would be the only downside, you know, when you start to add salt, sugar, um, and other ingredients that could affect, you know, just the, um, the original content of the food itself, you know, then that is also something that you want to question. And, and this would also be something, especially if you're trying to, um, avoid salt and, you know, getting dry beans or, or dry, um, black beans and then cooking those, you know, that is going to be a better way, especially if you're trying to go low sodium and this is also one that is low sodium but depending on again the, how much you are consuming you know those are some things that you want to keep in mind uh, but then on, on this one one thing that i want to talk about um this one has a lot on it you know it talks about non-gmo okay um no artificial colors flavors or preservatives and that's one that i've seen a lot of companies use especially you know if it doesn't really relate to it you know, some companies, you know, when it comes to canned products, they may use colors, um, some flavors. I've probably seen flavors a little bit more and even preservatives. But when you think about the frequency of those, it's pretty minimal. But one of the reasons why you may see companies that um, use artificial colors or flavors or preservatives, and even with the non-GMO, is kind of going back to, you know, whatever would really allow them to make you know the best bang for the buck and think about it if you didn't include any of this you know information on it if people read the um the ingredients label they would 
you know, pretty much see that it contains black beans, water, sea salt. But this is um, psychology when you think about it, because a person looks at this and says, okay, low sodium, no artificial colors, flavors, or preservatives. Company have really found ways to, you know, really get into the, the mindset of, you know, consumers because they know, okay, you know, people may not really care to study, you know, the nutrition facts label, you know, even look at, you know, the small fine print, which it is so many details when you really study the fine print, even the back of the labels, you know, it's a lot that you'll find even um, when it comes to the origin, you know, that a food product um, is actually made in. I actually seen, you know, where companies they can actually put, you know, if a product was, um, you know, manufactured in France, you know, so many things about that. One is, you know, that product could have been shipped, you know, from China and it could have went through France and, you know, they marketed it that way based on just psychology. And um, the last one that I have is a actual multivitamin means and this is a lot. I'm not even going to show you the, the container because I, I, I don't want to, uh, you know, throw any shade again at any company. But this one, you know, again, as you can see, I'm just going to show you that this is actually a supplement bottle. Um, it contains a lot of ingredients, some that I would say kind of raise some flags or question marks. Um, but this is one thing that you really want to pay attention to is when it says contains 2% or less. Now, most people don't think that that is a lot, but then you also have to take into consideration, okay, 2% of this particular ingredient or component, how much is really, you know, negative or unhealthy for me to consume or not safe at all? Because even if it's a small amount, I really still, I really still don't even want it in the product. So one of these components you have is BHT. Like I said, that's to me, you know, raises a, a question mark, you know, just in terms of what it has been related to in the news. And then we also look at, uh, so we also, so we said BHT, uh, microcrystalline cellulose, which is the acronym is MCC. Um, that's also one that I would say, you know, has been, um, in the news as well that I would keep an eye on, you know, in terms of consumption as well as, you know, what is the, um, I guess, recommended daily allowance in terms of um, intake. And let's see, we're looking at sucrose. They have sucrose and then they also have glucose is what I saw. It. Some other components in here, but... Let's see. Those are some of the ones. And then most of these are essentially um, chemicals. So you have um, carboxyl methyl cellulose sodium. Um, some of these, again, you know, I would really take a deep dive into understanding what these are. Because, again, when you're in the grocery store, you're shopping, you know, you pick up a product because you're like, oh, this is a great company. I trust them. But you know, are they really looking out for your best interest? Um, some of the things that I did cover in this one, um, again, I know going over a little bit, is looking at meats, you know, grass-fed versus meats that say all natural. One thing I want to share with you when it comes to all natural, 
there's really no meaning for it because you know again the definition is not clear all natural could mean like okay the chicken you know was born and you know it naturally went through an uh, inhumane process you know it was um it naturally went through a process of being slaughtered or crowded you know in the shade i'm just giving you an example of how this definition is essentially blurred then you have you know products that grass-fed or you know again those are products that you you know depend on your your meal plan or you know your dietary needs these are things that you really want to question you know think about okay why is this product saying no artificial colors no flavors gluten-free especially if it isn't a product that should contain gluten in the first place so these are questions again are questions that you should you know be asking yourself when you are in the grocery store or even before you purchase certain foods because again I don't want you to be the type of person where you um, end up in food and I can tell you myself that I have done the same thing where I assumed you know a product was one thing and then when I really thought about it and did some research I was like no nah, that, that doesn't really line up okay so again family didn't want to be too long with this um, topic but I hopefully you know, I was able to share some in information with you. And again, you can go through your cabinets or your pantries or on your next shopping trip. You actually apply some of these tools and really looking at the labels, asking yourself some questions and really making some better and wiser decisions, you know, with the information I shared with you tonight. So if you have any questions, make sure that you send me a message. If you like this topic, make sure you give me a thumbs up, like it, subscribe to our channel if you already have not. And make sure you tune in for more um, amazing episodes coming to you soon. Um, again, family, um, if you uh, have even if you have an interest in you know certain topics um, that you would like me to talk about, uh, feel free to message me. I'll look into it, and you know most of the times I likely you know drop some content on it. So hope you enjoyed today, family. Um, be blessed, and I will see you next time.